come back. It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teols. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram at pinballprofile. You can email pinballprofile at gmail.com. We have a great Facebook group as well. And if you'd like to show your support, don't worry. It's not necessary. The show will always be free, but you can show your support on patreon.com slash pinballprofile. Like great people, including Colin M., Cliff A., Tony V., Rodney C., and so many others. Today's a pretty big day. Here I am getting ready for Indisc next week, one of pinball's majors. You know, there are three majors. Oh, wait a second. There are four because guess what's back? Pinberg is back and joining me right now, the TD organizer, if you will, Doug Polka. Doug, how are you? Very exciting. I'm doing great. It's great to hear somebody say Pinberg is back. Oh, well, for those that don't know, I mean, people have heard of this mythical, wonderful tournament, and uh, we last saw it in 2019. Where did it go? Well, unfortunately, this stupid pandemic kind of ruined everything, but here we are with Pinberg again, kind of building back up, if you will. Yeah, it's super excited. We've been, uh, you know, me and a, basically a team of locals have been working for pretty much the last two and a half years to try and make this a reality. I didn't see this coming, and the reason I say that is the Replay Foundation back, and I can't remember the year, maybe 2021, sold all of the games. I know people that have bought several of the games, so the games are gone, so I didn't think Pinberg would ever happen again, but I guess some of the games stayed local too, or, or were purchased locally. Yeah, there were a few local collectors. I won't mention their names in case you know they don't want to be outed here, who bought a sizable chunk of the old Replay Foundation slash Papa games. I, I was one of them. And the idea even back then was we want to buy some of these games that we know we, we aren't going to be able to see again in hopes that we could use them in another Pinberg tournament. And here we are. It made sense that the Replay Foundation went away with the unknown entity of the pandemic. And look how long it took for things to get back to quote-unquote normal if we're even there yet. But I guess it's exciting to hear you and some of the other locals have always kind of, okay, you know what? It's gone now, but we can get it back. And here we are for 2024. We've got what is known as the Pinberg World Match Play Championships in July. But there's a lot more than just that. What's going on that weekend? Pinberg is going to be the same format as it's been in the past. You know, you're going to play against three other people in banks of four games across all eras of pinball. We've also added a couple other tournaments. Whipped will be returning again. That was in the last few years of Replay FX, the women's event. Uh, we're also going to be adding a strikes event at the location of Pinburg the night before Pinburg. So it's a really good chance for actually any players that are in the event. And we're also welcoming anybody who's not in the event that just wanna, wants to come out and play on the Pinburg games to enter into that as well. And we're kind of re, re-theming the old intergalactic tournament as something we call Bash at the Berg, which will be a best game format as well. And that will be open to, once again, anybody who wants to come out and play in it. So that's four different events here, and the dates are? Uh, So the entire thing runs from July 24th through July 28th, with Pinberg running the 25th through the 27th of July. Whip takes place on the 28th, and again, that Three Strikes tournament is on the Wednesday, the 24th, and they bash at the Berg kind of qualifying throughout. So you can find out more information at pinberg.com, but it's great to have you here on the podcast to go over some of these things. You just said something there that's pretty awesome. So 
if you're not one of the lucky people that gets into the Pinburg World Match Play Championship, you can still play in the Strikes Tournament on Wednesday. You can still play in Bash at the Berg. Maybe you could be lucky enough to get in one of those 64 spots of Whipped. So there's other things going on should you not make the Match Play event. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, we wanted to provide an opportunity for, since we have to scale it down a little bit this year, we wanted to provide an opportunity for anybody who might be interested in just traveling out and seeing what we're doing, uh, or any locals maybe that don't get in to come out and uh, play some competitive pinball. Well, you mentioned scaling it down a little bit. Yeah, in 2019, a thousand players. All the games were sold, so it makes sense that you know, you have to walk before you can run. And and to build this up right now, we're looking at about 120 players. That number may change a little bit. Yeah, we're looking at uh, 120 tickets are going to go on sale for Pimberg. Working with the venue we have, there's a, there's a possibility we'll, we'll be able to expand that a little bit. But for this first year back, we're really just focused on making sure we can still run one of the best tournaments in the world. And rather than trying to jam as many people as possible into it, we want to create one of the best tournament experiences we can. Well, that's the reputation that Pinberg always had. You know, there was the wonderful social aspect of different groups in each round over the two different days. And really, it was how well run it was. Uh, all these people that are running this, like yourself, like Elizabeth Cromwell, like so many other people, Bowen Cairns is going to be part of this as well. We always admired on the outside looking in, holy cow, these people are dedicated and, and giving up their time. And it's not just that weekend, it's the weeks and months beforehand to put this together and they're not even getting to participate in it. They're making sure everybody who comes to Pittsburgh uh, and this Pinburg event, if you will, has a wonderful time. And that kind of really set the bar and made this reputation. I've come across so many people in the last four years. Oh, I wish I, I never got to go to Pinburg. It's my big regret. Well, here we are in 2024 with an opportunity. And, you know, you have mentioned to me that uh, this is going to happen in the future years and with some opportunities of growth as well. Yeah, if we, um, you know, I'm hoping people take our announcement well and uh, sign up to play in this year's Pinburg. And we've already got a tentative agreement with a venue for 2025. We're looking to at least double the size of the tournament for 2025 and continue to grow it further and further every year after that. Okay, so that's very reassuring for people thinking, oh, I might not be able to get into this. Well, it's like that even when it was a 1,000 people. Whatever number you came up with, there are going to be some people that are going to be disappointed that they didn't get in. Understood. But I would say to those people, it's better that you're doing this and doing something than nothing at all. Doug, you said plans to grow. That is very encouraging because so many people over the last four years have told me, oh, I never got to go to Pinburg, and now it's back and it will grow from year to year. It's certainly starting off small, but you have to uh, be able to do something that's manageable. And you found a new location. Let's talk about where we're going to be for 2024. Uh, so the location for 2024 is Resonine Esports, which is basically a, an esports arena slash business that's located in Bridgeville, Pennsylvania, which is not, actually, it's probably only about five minutes from the old Carnegie Papa building. Mm. So if you're, if you're old school Papa, Papa fan, uh, you've been to this area before. It's a brand new facility. It just opened this year, 2023, and been hosting esports competitions, and they've hosted some smaller pinball tournaments that we've run for them. And the opportunity basically came up when we were looking for 
potential hosts. We mentioned the tournament for them, and they're like, how can we help you pull this off? So we suckered them in, and now, now they got to help us pull it off. No, it looks great. You showed me a video of this place, and I was just in awe. I think that's going to be very unique and very welcoming to a big pinball tournament like this and everything that's going on that entire week. The tickets are going to go on sale on February the 5th. That's a Monday, and I couldn't help but notice that's um, F5 day. I think Steve Bowden once called it uh, getting past uh, round zero, uh, getting your (laughs) ticket. I love that. Yeah, so that was uh, intentional as we were kind of figuring out where the dates were going to fall for everything. We thought that F5 would be funny to people that have been through the ticket-buying experience before, or maybe completely frustrating to the people that have been through the ticket-buying expense before. We thought it was a nice little nod to the past. Mac users have no idea what you're talking about, but (laughs) us Windows users know what you mean. They do not. I actually uh, told uh, somebody local about that, uh, Jake Kolajacek, who's helped us in the past and was part of planning this one out. And when we came up with that date, I mentioned it to him, and he's like, I don't get it. And then I found out he was a Mac user. I got it. I thought it was funny. So we're going to start with 120 players so far uh, with the possibility of expanding for the World Match Play Championship. Yeah, we're starting out with 120 players uh, this go-around. We're really focused on running one of the best tournaments and providing one of the best experiences in competitive pinball. Uh, There might be a little wiggle room to add some more people, but at this point, I wouldn't be willing to promise anything. So the divisions have changed, an A and B division only with 16 players in each making the playoffs. Yeah, we're going to do two divisions, uh, 16 qualifiers per division, so no buys, but there will be top qualifier prizes for both A and B divisions to still give players that incentive to go for first overall in their division. I see $25,000 in prize money. That's pretty impressive, and I want to put things into perspective. I thought it was amazing when you had 100,000 at 1,000 people, but you have 120 players, and you have 25,000. Proportionally, that's a lot more in prize money. Yeah, uh, it it was uh, important to us to have a decent-sized prize pool because we know that does attract some players and that draws some attention, and we really want to have that feeling that comes with Pinburg being a big, important event, even if it can't be big in player size. Well, we should definitely thank the uh, title sponsors, if you will, because uh, they're a big part of that prize pool, and, and that would include Flippin' Out Pinball Distributor, Zach and Nicole Menny, uh, who do wonderful things in North America. Barrels of Fun, they gave us a great game. In fact, I believe Elizabeth Cromwell might have game number one of Labyrinth. Well, she did purchase the first production production labyrinth uh so if that if you want to play the first production labyrinth i can pretty much guarantee that will be at pinburn for you there you go your first game reveal right now (laughs) but that's good and uh thanks to uh, neil mccray and everyone there at pinball republic uk open is a big sponsor of this uh pinburg activity so uh again flipping out barrels of fun and uk open thank you so much for uh making this possible because i i would imagine doug it's it's probably not doable without great sponsors yeah we're very grateful that when we approached them with the idea of what we were doing um that they believed in the idea and they believed in the people behind it that they were willing to sponsor it and help make this possible so it means it means a lot for us 
I know you got Josh's blessing to uh, bring back this as a major because of uh, what you're doing, what you've done in the past, what you're planning on doing beyond this year. So that's exciting to see this come back. And uh, another piece of good news, you know, if you're going to put on this World Match Play Championship and be one of the IFPA majors, you better have a pretty good streamer there. You got IE Pinball, somebody by the name of Carl D'Angelo. I hear he does good things. Yeah, somebody had suggested we go with this Carl guy, and I really haven't seen his work, but I hear it's pretty good. Well, you're charitable. Uh, uh, fingers <laughs> crossed. You've got some months to get up to speed. Oh, we'll find out what he's doing next week at Indisc, and I know it's going to be a lot of fun. So all the pieces are there. This is big. I'm excited beyond belief. Uh, and and again, February 5th, go to pinberg.com to find out the details and, and the times of, of when you need to be hammering that F5 button and, and get your ticket. Whipped, we haven't really talked much about. 64 of the best women in the world. It's always been one of the biggest women's championships that you can find anywhere. We've had some great winners. I know uh, Nicole and Holly were previous winners. Who will it be in 2024? We'll have to find out. I'm glad to see, you know, even smaller scale this year in 2024 that Whipped is a big part of what you do this year and moving forward. Yeah, it was really important that we bring that back as well. So we reached out to Kate Martin and her and Elizabeth Cromwell and Sarah Quichen are working on that tournament and getting it up and running. But we're really excited to bring that back as well. So I guess there's a lot to happen between now and July 24th when the big weekend happens. Again, February 5th is the day you can purchase tickets. Some more announcements will happen between now and then. Eventually, we'll find out what the banks are. You've been planning this for a while. What's it like for you and the rest of the people organizing this over the next few months? Because in years past, you used to have things like Fight Club to, to get the games ready. So I guess that's part of the reason for the Strikes Tournament and, and other things that you're going to be doing. What goes on in the next few months for you? Over the next couple of months, we're going to continue to work on getting the rules and everything up to date. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff that we have to repurchase that we had for uh, previous Pimbergs, like the banners and stuff. We do want to display that kind of stuff at the location. But like the banners we had before were scaled so big as to fit the convention center, and it's too big for where we're at now. So we got to get all new banners made. We've actually had techs working on games for months already, believe it or not. We will have some testing sessions as well for some of the games. We won't be able to uh, do what we did before because we don't have the same facility as we had before, but there's going to be a lot of game testing going down, a lot of refining the banks before we announce them, reaching out to people to finish out our volunteer base and all that stuff. It's uh, There's still a lot to do, but we're really excited to be doing it. It's the most difficult tournament to run, and I've done a small, small, small scale of something like that. It wasn't even four games to bank. It was three games to bank. I cheated. And I see the wonderful work, and you've probably seen and heard what Derek and the Die Hard crew do out in Edmonton with their Yegpin wonderful match play event, and, and uh, they've had it over a couple hundred people, and they're doing it again in June. It's not easy to do this, to have that many machines, to have that many techs, TDs, volunteers. If it was easy to do, everyone would do it, but it's not. And I know uh, the reason I bring up Derek and Yegpin is his favorite tournament has always been Pinburg, and he wanted to kind of recreate it, especially with, with the Void, and uh, they do a wonderful job. And that's got to make you feel good to know, okay, we've, we've certainly done some uh, inspiring of other tournaments and kind of set the bar, really. Yeah, I was really happy, actually, when I saw that 
places like Yegpen were running the Pinberg format because we weren't doing it anymore. It was nice to see it, uh, that tradition carried on. A funny story about, uh, you know, just how mind-bogglingly difficult everything is when you look back in hindsight. I was at the Pittsburgh Pinball Dojo about a week ago, and they have some of the old replay games there. And going into the last year of Pinburg, we had numbers on the games basically saying what bank it was going into and which game number it was. And I, I walked up to a Medusa that's there, and the number on it was 83. And I was like, holy crap, we had 83 banks in Pinburg before, 83 banks of four games apiece. So, like, now I think for the last one we ran with 1,000 people, we had over 400 games just used in Pinburg, which we won't be at that this year, but that, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of amazing that we had built up a team that could, that could do that. And, and quite frankly, the team was so good at doing that that it didn't really seem that difficult to pull off. You know, and it's a lot smaller scale this year, but like I said before, I hope we give people that same experience. What I remember was there were three groups of four assigned to a bank, and one would start on, say, the solid state, one would start on the M, and one would start on maybe the DMD. One thing I always admired, I don't know how you did it, I guess the testing and the experience, and one thing I loved about Pinberg, and I'm sure we'll see it again in 2024, is that you always knew when you started. Like Your group was so dedicated to making sure things were punctual and that's a nice comfort level as a player too, not having the stress of, oh, when am I up? When am I up? Or I got to wait. You know, if you get done early, great. Maybe you can go over and do some best games on Bash at the Berg or, or whatever, grab something to eat. I assume that's going to be the same case, maybe three groups per bank. Yeah, we're going to run uh, 12 players per bank, so three groups of four. And we will use some of the past Pinberg data we have on game timings and some new data that we will create this year, I'm sure, to try and dial those in. Because that's probably the most difficult part of running a tournament like this is to make the games difficult enough that you can still hit your windows for rounds without having to shorten anybody's gameplay time and not make the games ridiculously difficult, which I know there will be people out there that said we made some of them ridiculously difficult, but we really tried not to. We tried to make it so that the games were playable and everybody still had a chance. So on day two, because this is a tiered Swiss format, if you're doing well near the last few rounds, you're going to be playing with the quote-unquote better players. And for some stupid reason, I was flying too close to the sun and I, I got stuck with Nobody will know these names, but I'll just say them anyway. Escher Lefkoff, Raymond Davidson, and Derek Thompson, who I just mentioned from Yegpin. So these slouches and myself were in a group of four, and for some strange reason, we were playing really well. And I kind of said, hey, you know what? I might not win Pinberg, but we can be the last group done, and there's honor in that. <laughs> and, and we blew up. I've said this story long ago on Pinball Profile. We blew up. Elvira and the Party Monsters. And if I recall, Raymond Davidson put up 11.4 million and came in last. <laughs> I clearly didn't make that game hard enough. <laughs> oh, mama. Uh, again, no hardware to show for any of us four uh, from Pinberg, but we were the last group and there was pride in that. But again, you know, Pinberg for me was a great way to meet people. And, and a lot of times 
I was amazed to see people there that were in their first ever tournament. They knew about Pinburg. They knew about the reputation. They wanted to come if they were, it was maybe their one tournament of the year because, you know, sometimes travel is, is certainly a consideration and it's an expense depending on where you're coming from. And uh, you gave such a great experience and it was exciting to see people put that kind of faith time, money, and uh, investment into the events that you run. And I would imagine you're going to see that again in 2024. Yeah, as organizers, we're very well aware of what people spend to come to these types of events. And, you know, we just want to make it the best possible experience they have. Like, I, I, I want people to leave and say that Pinburg was the best tournament they've ever been to. Yeah, I would imagine a lot of people are saying that. And then, you know, if you listen carefully, you know, some other things people say and get excited about when it comes to Pemberg. If you listen carefully, just we'll be quiet for a second here, but focus your ear towards Chicago. Listen carefully. You can hear the brief excitement of Josh Sharp saying, yay, there's another major. Oh, but then it all goes away so quickly when he immediately realizes I have no chance of winning. But, it, you know, for that brief moment. One of the Sharps won Pemberg. Yes. Zach Sharp won it. I remember that. Oh, Zach. Yes. Sorry, yes. Josh. I can promise you, though, that Josh Sharp's favorite game will be there. So we know Barrels of Fun, and now we know High Hand's going to be there? High Hand will make an appearance. The Papa High Hand from all previous Pinbergs. I just played it at Chicago Expo, and I think it's the first time I've ever played it in a playoff format or in some sort of high-level tournament. I loved it. Am I sick for saying that? I think a lot of people would think so. I thought it was fun. I mean, the challenge was, you know, get those drops down right away, drain on the out lanes, but can you stick the saucer? No, I don't, I, as a tournament director, I can't give away any tips for playing that game. <laughs> there are no tips. Uh, <laughs> no, just hope you get Josh against it. That's all. Uh, no, but it, this is going to be good. Again, pinberg.com will have all the details, and that website will be evolving over the next few weeks as we get ready for February 5th, F5 day when the tickets go on sale. Right now, 120 players, fingers crossed, we might see that number go up. And uh, I'm excited for 2025 and 2026. You've got some big plans in the works. You're going to, I'm using your words here, at least double it next year. So for those that are perhaps disappointed you might not get in this year, I would say to you, be happy that Pinberg is back as opposed to well, it's gone forever. You know, you've got to start somewhere. All those games were sold from Replay Foundation, and uh, I admire the group for, okay, let's get the gang back together and let's let's rebuild this thing. So, Pinberg 2.0, if you will. Yeah, everybody is super excited to be able to do this again. And uh, if you hit F5 day and you don't get in, don't worry, because there will be more down the road. But also... Keep in mind that when we had a 1,000 people in Pinburg, there were still 500 people on the wait list at the end of day one. Yeah, get on the wait list for sure. Don't be disappointed. Um, I do know with the limited number of people, uh, when you do go to the website on F5 day on February 5th, uh, you will only be allowed to purchase one ticket at a time, correct? That is correct. Yeah, with the old Pinburg format, because we had so many people, we allowed you to purchase four tickets. But due to the limited number of tickets, we're going to do one per person. Understandable. So that's, you know, people are, are finding different laptops, getting different phones. So they'll find a way if you want more than one in there. But uh, again, it makes sense with the numbers that you've got. And again, I'm just happy it's back. 
it is a great tournament and people who will attend will love it and if you don't get in again there's the bash at the berg there's the strikes tournament there's whipped on sunday and uh, a great facility and we should point out that whip tickets go on sale on a different date Correct. Just like in years past, uh, Pinberg is the first ticket to go on sale, and then whip tickets will go on sale a month later. They'll be on sale March 5th. 64 players in whipped, 120 for now in Pinberg. I keep pressing that like I'm, I'm putting pressure on you. I shouldn't do that. Sorry, Doug. But <laughs> <laughs> if you can get more, you know. How many games can you bring down, Jeff? Well, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people would say, hey, we'll give them. They have to be tournament ready for one. Um, I could bring my Ollie. It's still got the Papa sticker on it. Although when I told Zach Sharp that I got it because I beat him actually in an old Papa championships in that, his exact words, which I can't quote on Pinball Profile, he said, get that something game out of here and out of our country. So he was happy it came here. All the games are coming, though, from Pittsburgh Pinball and yourself and, and other people there. You're not actually having others bring in games. Correct. Once again, we really want to make sure... We are giving people the best experience possible. So even the games that aren't property of me are being gone over already at this point uh, to get them ready for Pinburg. It's not a case of people are going to be bringing us games the week of the tournament that we've never seen or tested it before. Uh, everything is getting gone through way ahead of time, and we'll get plenty of playtesting. So the price for admission? So the ticket to Pimberg is $350, and that gets you also five days admission into the Resonine, which is also where the other events are being held. And the thought process behind that is we needed to find a price point where we could still provide a sizable prize pool as well as ensure that making Pinburg is sustainable moving forward. We don't just want to run one tournament and be done with it. We want to keep doing this in future years. And in order to do that, it has to sustain itself. That price seems on par with some of the other major events that I, I've been to. World Championship uh, will cost you a little bit more for that. Uh, should you make the big IFPA event? Uh, Pinmasters, I think, is in the same ballpark. Uh, the big ticket at Indisc is, I think, $1,000 for all in. So, again, F5 day. February 5th, we find out if we get into Pinburg or not. There are going to be some updates between now and February 5th. Uh, where can we find out more information? Social media? Uh, social media works, Pinburg.com. Uh, everything will also be posted to that website that will be updated as we add more information about the event. Uh, if you follow Pinburg and Papa on social media, or you can follow basically my business, Pittsburgh Pinball, PGH Pinball on Facebook, we'll be posting all the updates to all of those sites. Doug, I want to thank you, Elizabeth, Aton, Fred, I'm forgetting some people, Bowen, Jake, everybody that's involved that's put your heads together and really tried to bring back something that is absolutely fabulous. I know it's going to be successful. I know it's going to get bigger and better every year. Christmas was a few days ago. It feels like it's Christmas all over again. The team is amazing. It's basically, you know, it's a lot of the people that people remember from Replay FX and Pinberg previously. And we're all super excited to get this going. Pinberg.com is where you'll find all the information. Doug, all the best to you and yours in the new year. And uh, I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks, Jeff. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram at pinballprofile. You can email pinballprofile at gmail.com. We have a great Facebook group as well. And if you'd like to show your support, 
patreon.com slash pinballprofile. Don't worry, the show is always free, but it certainly helps with the expenses of the show. Thank you to great people, including GME Law, Lua W, Stefan R, and so many others. Looking forward to Pinburg in July. I'm Jeff Teal. Welcome back, welcome back.